happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Um, talking about social media here on Thursdays, going to come from the context here that we have an opportunity following the information age where we have literally the, the all the information we would want at our fingertips through the internet now comes down to the specialist era. If you want something customized, you can find it, you can get it. If you want something specific for your life, you want specific information, you can find it. Um, my sister recently put out a post that 15 years ago, she had asked her husband for a sewing machine. She wanted to get into sewing, hadn't opened the box, didn't set up the sewing machine 15 years ago, okay? She then YouTubes how to set up the sewing machine and someone has a video that she's able to then set it up and she wanted to hem, hem a dress um, and was able to do that within about an hour. Where And so think about that. Like the, the manual wasn't... Uh, wasn't where it needed to be from a standpoint of how to the instructions but then here you are you can get youtube and someone's showing exactly how you can use this old device now someone would say well why would someone want to put that up Uh, how much money are they going to make why is everything that we do on social media coming through the context of return on investment it's like uh keeping in contact with people why, why would you do that why would you keep in contact with people back in the day when we didn't you know it's pre pre email because it was what you did. It's how you engage with other people. It's how you stayed connected. And so I want to come from the context that I think for a lot of people, they're missing out on this huge opportunity to, if they're a business especially, to share their story. If you are an individual, whether you're an employee or you're you know, a solopreneur, you have an opportunity to be able to share your story. And it's not about selfies and pictures of your food, although I do like watching your food, but I'd prefer to see your commentary on the food than the actual photo of the food. I guess I'd want both. Show me the picture, show yourself eating it, give me your reaction, now go, right? Um, Because I want to know what your experience is like. So come from this context. Um, The 30-some-year-old American woman is like the most researched individual before buying items, right? So if you're listening to this, how many times have you done the same thing? You're going to buy a a high ticket item, not like cereal or, you know, noodles, but you're going for something different and it could be noodles. Actually, you're going to do something different um, outside of your normal buying patterns. And what do you decide to do? You research it out. You find, try to find somebody that's got some kind of commentary on it and you take the review good or bad depending on kind of how it went down now if they start insulting the grocery store where they bought it from then you go okay well then these aren't you know they're they're, they're more talking about the the grocery store experience than the actual noodles not a good commentary and so here's an opportunity for each of us as as employees as entrepreneurs as businesses to share our story and so when people want to know exactly what it's like to have donuts at our restaurant then they know what it's like because we can show people and their reaction, their comments, what did they like, what didn't they like. And and the reality for most people that they don't understand, especially businesses, is that good and bad reviews are good to hear. 
as a consumer. Most importantly, we want to know what how you react to it. If you're so defensive that you start insulting your customers, that's poor behavior. And guess what? Now it's online. Now it's in a Google review. Now it's on a Facebook review. We do not like, as a customer, being treated like garbage. We know that not every institution, not every single product is going to come out perfectly. We understand that there's going to be flaws. We understand that your employees are also flawed. What we want is we want an authentic experience and we want an authentic story. So when it comes to the narrative of your story, business, individual, who's sharing that story? Now, of course, you could be as so um, prolific, so famous that people talk about you, people write books about you, but that's going to be few and far between um, in, in, in my opinion. Even if you're not like, I'm not one to like get on social media and da, 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 at least get on LinkedIn control your profile. It's your digital resume. If you're not connecting with people, you're missing out on a major amount of opportunities that exist. Not only from a standpoint of business, but opportunities from employers and potential roles that you could then have in order to get get up to the next level. The other thing I think about for a lot of people is you want to be seen as an expert in your industry. You want to be seen as a specialist in a particular thought or a particular um, area of expertise. And again, in this specialist era, if you aren't sharing your story, then nobody knows. You could be the greatest um, engineer at Caterpillar, but no one will know outside of the 20-some-odd people that you interact with there at Caterpillar. But if you put out articles, you put out some different blogs, you put out some different um, posts, on LinkedIn, and again, it's not not selfies. It could be a photo of a little project that you're working on. It could be, um, you know, you typing out your thoughts on where the industry of mining is going and where some of the you know pros and cons are. It could be your thoughts of going to a um, after going to like a networking meeting or an industry meeting and your thoughts post. We want to know what others think, particularly because we because there is so much information out there. We need people to synthesize that information, to curate that information, to DJ out that information to us. There is too much content once we do search, right? So a lot of times when you do a Google search, you're basically look at that first front page. And the, the problem is, is that a lot of companies now are paying for ads to get into that front page. They're paying for you know the search engine optimization and the SEO of their content. So is it really what we want to hear or is it what we're being paid to hear? Because someone is buying up all the right words, the right phrases, the right uh, terminology, they have the right links all set up. Is that what's happening? Because you know, if you, if you write, type in best burger in whatever town you live in, you know that unfortunately McDonald's, Wendy's, um, all these different you know, regional chains will probably be up there. But where truly is that best burger? I would bet pretty much ten, 9 out of 10 people would say it's not going to be a fast food joint. So as you think about what it is that you're doing and controlling your own narrative, it's not about having this grandiose presence online or starting your own podcast or starting your own vlog. However, I would encourage anybody to do so, number one, so that way you can share your own story from a legacy perspective. My sons, um, because I have have four, have hours and hours of content about my thoughts 
on not only not only this stuff when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and sales and marketing. Uh, Obviously, if you're familiar with Sherm Speaking Series, you have um, you know Leadership on Mondays, Tuesdays Career Progression, How to Climb That Corporate Ladder. Three is Motivation. Thursday Social Media, and then Friday is uh, Personal Development. So they have right now. We're going on over almost two years. No, no, a year and a bit of podcast content. Over two years of vlog content. And just so you know, there's a, there are probably hundreds of videos videos that I've created personally about. You know, what What do you do with all those old, like, VHS kind of moments of your, you know, children doing stuff? I've uploaded onto my YouTube. They're just private. You can't see them. And then there's other things that I'll write to my sons. It's more journaling. Um, not write. Video. So that way they can hear my thoughts in the moment of the struggle and not hear it as a footnote in the future. That's legacy. And I don't need money from that because... That's my posterity. I want them to be connected to me. So my grandchildren in, you know, 20 years want to know what dear old, you know, Grandpa Sherm thought of different things. They'll have it the moment that it happened. And they'll be able to see and hear. And and at that time, it was a live format. It wasn't a scripted uh, piece of content. Uh, You know, if I write a book later, it's... It's this autobiography. I'm looking back on a struggle that was, you know, a struggle of three months, 20 years from now, is is minute. That's 360 months, and I'm talking about three. That's barely even, that's not even 1%. So as you think about the struggles that we go through, it's valuable to document it out. It's, it's powerful from a legacy perspective. That's where I come from with a lot of this for a lot of people that listen. You're not waiting for a perfectly crafted piece of content to go viral. Because the, the fact is, the, the likelihood of something like that happening is highly unlikely. More importantly, though, is it's the lives that you want to touch. Who's going to be impacted? And most importantly, how are they going to be impacted by who you are and how you lived and what you stood for? It's a lot... Yes, your example, your actions speak louder than words, but when you're dead, what then? They say people die twice in life. Once is physically, the second time is the last time somebody utters their, their, their name. I plan on having legacy throughout the generations of my posterity. All my sons to look back and go, that dude was awesome. A little bit crazy, that makes sense, but he was awesome. And then I want my grandchildren to know for a fact because they could watch it in a video, they could hear it in some kind of audio format that I was the bomb. Who's controlling the narrative of your story and what are you waiting for? Sharms out.